Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no South Nick, so Lion J 1971 just arrived at our little base for the weekend here in Blackpool. Uh, squeaky bum time, mate, to be honest. Uh, on the way up, we looked at how many away games we've been to this season, and this will be number 13. So I'm not quite sure why we've come here, to be honest. And out of all those away games, we've only won three of them. So Let's hope we can make it four tonight, eh? It's a nice sunny afternoon here. Let's hope we've got a bit of sunshine on the pitch after last week's debacle at Wigan. And I tell you what, if the players thought they got a bit of stick last week, I tell you what, if they don't turn up tonight, they'll get some stick. 1,200 odd Millwall fans making the journey up here and we deserve better. So, thought we'd do something a bit different and send you a little pre-match message. And let's hope come 10 o'clock tonight that we're still in with a chance. 50-50, I think, mate. Anyway, come on, you Lions. What was the general message ahead of this game? Just win it. Nah, obviously, when you don't, when you have a bit of a shit record over the past few... <laughs> Careful with the, with the language, please. Can I not say... No, you cannot say that. Good morning, dear listeners. Welcome to Achtung Mill. Firstly, huge thank you to Jim Littler for that pre-match hors d'oeuvre to today's offering in the wake of last night's fantastic result at Blackpool, Bloomfield Road. Huge thank you also to, to Zian Fleming for supplying possibly the most iconic quote, post-match quote, I think, in Mill history. It's gone viral on, on Twitter. It's gone viral everywhere, I think. Um, joining me to kick over the traces of last night's excellent win in the end, is our very own Zion Fleming. It's Harry Warren. How are you doing, H? Fucking hell. I've never been called Zion Fleming. Fucking... <laughs> I'm trying to think what shit Millwall football player I could be referred to as. Richard Duffy. <laughs> Richard Just... Duffy. Our own Richard Duffy. <laughs> oh, mate. We were just saying off air, Harry. Um, Millwall. Uh, bloody hell. Um, I mean, I, I must admit, it was... The result was excellent. We looked really good in, in at times last night and other times I thought we looked like nervous wrecks. How did you find last night's game? I mean, apart from, you know, the terrible... Every time we seem to take a foothold of the game yesterday, like Blackpool come back, and I suppose that's credit to them, but it didn't do anything for your nerves, did it? Um, no, it didn't, no. I mean, yeah. until I think until they got the penalty, I thought we looked so assured. I, I was I was so shocked, you know, to to take the lead early and the change in formation, change of style a little bit, and and just you know Bradshaw's finish one one touch, one goal, like straight away, and you're like, oh, and then we had many more chances. I mean, what more? Basically, done a done a Zidane esque roulette turn in the middle of their <laughs> box to lay it off, and I'm like, just fucking hit the ball for Christ's sake. You know, this is all one nil, and it was kind of like a little bit of a, a little bit of an hors d'oeuvre to, to to coin your phrase just a second ago of what was to come because it was like I feel like we had so many chances last night. I mean, I, I know we scored three, but we we could have scored six, maybe seven, you know, on another night, and that's good. Yeah. That's that's good going forward. Um, 
but there's a graphic someone posted. I mean, it's a Sky TV graphic, um, and I don't know what half of this means, listeners. But anyway, I'm going to refer it because Harry's just mentioned the chances we created in that first half. But this is must be a post-match one. Attacking stats, H from Sky TV. We're twenty fourth of twenty four in in terms of um, goals scored since March the eighteenth because we. <laughs> <laughs> barely found the back of the net, but we're number one in terms of shots. Yes, um, <laughs> so a lot of shots, not always on target, and not necessarily anywhere like going in in the back of the net. So we, 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 it's a strange statistic to be top of the shots table, bottom of the goals table, um, and then we're bottom of well shots conversion. I can understand that twenty fourth in that table, and then xG differentials. I have no clue what that means at all. So it means the difference between your xG, which is your expected goals, versus what you actually have scored. So we've probably got the yeah. I mean, to be bottom of any table like that is not a good thing. But I mean, it sums up recent. Form. I think the only thing um, I'd say with that is that you know eventually that's not normal that's not a normal stat like you wouldn't be top of shots and bottom of xg like normally you'd, yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd yeah. be pretty there so eventually it's got a swing so i think it swung a little bit last night but you know well you let's, let's look at the i mean the, the starting lineup um obviously I, I i don't know how you found the when the team announcement came out i was a little bit bemused listeners as to what formation will be taken up i mean i it was according from the horse's mouth which is gary rowett speaking to the bbc after the game it was a five-three, a five-two-three formation of sorts. Anyway, um, the return of uh, well, we've got Styles, Cooper, Hutchinson, Leonard, and Shackleton across that five. I'm going to take that to mean Savile, Mitchell, Fleming, and then Watmore, who I thought looked really good last night, and Bradshaw um, in his conventional front position. Um, I mean, it was a bold choice, and a lot of comment before the game about the wisdom of, of the choices that he'd made there, Harry, and he lives and dies on these choices, but it really worked out last night, didn't it, that that formation? More movement, more brighter style, more chance creation. Yeah, I think the only one, there's a little bit, you know, the only two there that are playing out of position are probably Shackleton and Leonard. The rest of it is Stoles is a left wing back for Hungary um, yeah. and played against England and done really well yeah. against us. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, before his injury, the the the, the fact is that the, the he wanted to play five all season. Let let's not forget the first early part of the season. We tried to play five and it didn't work. We had a bad run and 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 whatever else. But you know, he's 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 gambled on the night, done something a little bit different, and it's worked out. So you have to applaud the manager for that. Um, I, I don't. I think you know to start that well that quickly for Ryan Leonard to. Suddenly turn into sort of this prime Jeb Wally says <laughs> run into into pull it back was was unbelievable really I mean you couldn't have well I was trying to think as a comparison because that surging run for the opening goal it was like an overlapping run um, into the box and he put it in from the right side if memory serves um, for the, for uh, Bradshaw to tap in but I was trying to think of a comparison Harry and I, I'm I'm going back to like prime era Brian Robson when he was when he was fully fit and looking like. Um, you know the new Bobby Charlton, that kind of that kind of player. Because I mean, Ryan Leonard, when he's fit and he's on form, is a real asset to our side, mate. We've really missed him of late, haven't we? Yeah, I think I think it shows that week off clearly has been has been good for the squad. I, I mean, I thought a little bit. We looked a little bit shell shots. We played a lot of games in that April was really mm. really busy. The April has been a busy month. A lot and, of long trips up north. Yeah, a lot of trips, a lot of travel, and and. The week off, you know, you got, you know, even Bury come on and you know yeah. could have could have scored late on, uh, uh, and you think, fucking hell, well, he ain't been here since January, so he's a, he's another one that's back and obviously fit enough to be involved. Bennett, we're sort of getting players back that were supposed to be done for the season that could could and it's a big could get us over this line, mm. and and that's good because they're obviously. They're obviously maybe coming back, maybe with a little bit of form, maybe not. But there, there, there are options now that maybe two or three weeks ago there weren't any options on the bench, and I think that's important when people are carrying knocks, niggles, and and I mean even last night. I mean after sixty six minutes, I'm not going to lie. We were, I think we were two one up at the time. It was before their equaliser, and I'm screaming. Yeah. Bradshaw's on the yellow, Fleming's on the yellow. Normally, I'm the first to turn around and go, "Wow, it don't fucking take Fleming and Bradshaw off." And last <laughs> night, I'm thinking, just take them off because they're going to get sent off straight They're going to get a double yellow, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just panicking. So, uh, I mean, I think the squad held their nerve last night, and I think that was, you know, whatever happened. Yeah, no, that's to the last, their credit. 
whatever happens on the last day happens on the last day but in that performance I thought that was a proper Millwall performance shall we say yeah I mean that was what was so um refreshing because I mean as I was walking away from Wigan last last Saturday um you know it's it a real downbeat feeling Harry I mean I, I won't I'm mean, everyone online would have been if you'd have been at the stadium you'd have felt it we just didn't really look coherent as a side um, and I can't say that last night. There were, there were panicky moments. Um, I thought defensively we still look a little bit um, like our nerves are, are shattered at times. But the the forward movement was so refreshing to see last night because at last there were moments at Wigan where Savile was looking up. There's no no running, no movement, no options, nothing. Last night we had options, and I suppose there was you know a, a player that I've personally been a bit hard on. I think it's, I'm not alone in this. Was Duncan Watmore. But he made a difference for us last night. He, he actually looked like, uh, so it dawned on me as to why we'd signed him because he looked looked a really attractive forward option. Suddenly, he could almost come out of nowhere for us uh, to some extent. Yeah, I like him with the ball. I don't like his work rate off the ball, but uh, I mean, I think that will come hopefully. But um, yeah. the stuff that he done well last night, he done very very well. I mean, the, the he put one on a plate for for Fleming before yeah. in the second half. I think first half he sort of. Didn't do much realistically, um, but hit the post. Hit the post. Oh yeah, he had that chance in the first half. I keep thinking yeah. in the second half. No, no, um, he had that. It was chance. three one one v one when the referee pulled it up. But we, I mean, we, we, we're running through the game, and I, I thought the finish from Bradshaw was quality. I just want to come back to Tom Bradshaw if I may, because um, we've been using him as a kind of a Paul Moody target man for some time, and I don't know that that's he got battered some... last night off that centre half as well. Every time he we went up in the air, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna get clattered here, bang, clattered. <laughs> oh, to borrow another one of your, your favorite biblical phrases, there's more joy in heaven about a sinner that repents. And just, finally, we're playing Tom Bradshaw with options in the box as a goal scoring forward, and, and lo and behold, he gets that early, early goal that really took. Um, a lot of weight off of, um, I think, everyone's shoulders. Because even though Blackpool got back into the game, um, we just seemed to be playing with more freedom. And I think the early goal was a big part of that because it was nicely, nice move, nicely finished. But somehow it just suddenly, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we can score goals, we can do well. But we what makes me, what makes me laugh about Bradshaw is like there were so many people last season and the season before that as well that ready to jettison him. He's not get good rid, enough. Get he and I'm going, just give him the service. He'll be fine. He'll take, he'll take chances. You know, yeah, he's yeah. not, why we've we been lumping it up to him. He, he needs crosses on the floor, across the box. That's what he, he's a finisher. That's all he is. He's just finisher in front of the, yeah. you put it to him in front of the post and he normally finishes. All right. Sometimes he fucks it up, but he's a Millwall football player. So what do you expect? He's not Ronaldo, yeah. even though Skybet put that fucking brilliant picture up of Tom Bradshaw. <laughs> I think the only thing they needed to add was on Sky. That's the only thing they needed to add. Tom Bradshaw is brilliant on Sky, you know, like the original Ronaldo. But, um, I mean, that second finish, I mean, fuck it. I, I, the one against Norwich where he where he sort of took that lovely little outside of the boot touch and puts it in front of him, That that's a striker with confidence. And that and that last night, the, the, the second goal is that he's touched that twice. The first touch puts it in front of him keepers advancing on him and how cool is that finish just to go I'm going to lift it over you just just I thought the, he'd missed it I thought he'd missed, missed it? it I thought he'd put it put it too far wide but it, 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 it trickled in it was one all at the time after the penalty I mean there were other chances in the first half for us let's just um, go back a little bit I've Bradshaw poked wide from close 14 minutes I've got here um, another long ball forwards chance we should have been a couple of goals, maybe even arguably three goals to the good before. Uh, just was it after the penalty or before? It was before the penalty where the referee pulled play up when um, we were through on goal. What more was 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 away, but we had a number of chances. We really should have put the game to bed at that stage. I mean, that yeah. goes back to that statistic, Harry, that we saw earlier on. Um, but then the penalty came. Um, I go around in circles with it. Did you think it was a penalty in real time or post watching the replay? Yeah. I, I thought I, I thought, thought watching yeah. the replay it looked like one to be honest. I to me. I, I thought it was a pen in full in, in full speed. I thought in fact, as soon as he's kicked it, I've got oh we're in fuck it. And like and there was that look, there was that telling look. Football players can't help but be honest. In that split second, there was a look. The moment, of, uh, yeah. yeah. And when you don't look at the referee and you try to act nonchalantly like there was nothing wrong, that's probably a big thing that you have done something wrong. You know, like a like a toddler or something. <laughs> it was just there was no need for him really to do it. I understand why Shackleton's gone for it, and and 
But that, uh, that, as soon as they scored that penalty, I thought the fucking wheels were coming off the Millwall promotion wagon coming down the road. And, um, well, they start, they improved, didn't they? I mean, I don't know what more went close, but they, they, they seemed to have a phase of play after that where they were looking pretty good. Um, and I know they, they in the prelims to the, uh, the game, as they said, that Blackpool were down to the bare bones of their squad, but they didn't like a bad side. There's one or two decent players in, in, that, uh, in that 11. Well, I think the one boy they said was on loan from Manchester City, and I thought he looked pretty good. So, which you'd expect. Um, but yeah, the half closed at, at, at one all. Um, I must admit, I came when I did my half-time cup of tea, listeners, uh, feeling a little bit short-changed because I thought we should have been ahead there. And the fact it was one all, it felt like, as as you've just said there, Harry, things were slipping away from us. And, and Blackpool really looked, um, not about dangerous, but they looked purposeful at the start of the second half, didn't they? Yeah, I thought they had a couple of, they started the second half all right and then, you know, as soon as we got the second goal, I think we sort of went up a gear. I think, the, the, you know, that getting the second goal all of a sudden. Beautiful we looked, finish. Oh, yeah. fantastic. I mean, Watmore done really well in the assist. The pass is brilliant. Mm, the run's brilliant. Middle, like that, yeah. the, the goal is, you know, if you're talking about, you know, I know there's levels or whatever, but that's the kind of thing that fucking Kevin De Bruyne does to Ireland all the time. You know, it's the yeah. ball in behind and he just runs on and finishes it and you expect it to go in. The difference is for us is we expect Tom Bradshaw with the greatest deal of respect to him and I love him to bits, but recently you expect him to hit the keeper or it'll go just wide or it not go in. Mm. But last night he was back to his, his best and, and we're our best when those two play well. It's it's not it's not a, it's not rocket science when Fleming and Bradshaw are on fire. We are a top six side. When they don't play well. We are not. Um, not no, no, and, that, and, and that's really, you know, I, that, I don't know what kind of analysis stats was I could do to prove that, but we all know it because we all watch the same the same game and we know that they're important. But uh, I don't know the the their goal as well to to come back into it a two two. I mean, fucking what a strike! I mean, when it went in, when when they scored their second, I thought to myself, that is so fucking Millwall. We're gonna get not go to the playoffs off. Some fucker scoring some forty-yard fucking pile driver, and he, originally when I looked at it, I thought Long's not got there, and I'm fucking berating George Long, uh, mm. and then I've watched it again, and I still think he should get closer to it. I don't know about saving it, but he definitely. I, 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 well, it takes a skid off the surface, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, he gets down for it, but he's in real time. Um, I, I, the same. I thought, oh, here we go again. You know, George Long, and, and then you can almost write the posts online. Bart gets that. You know, well. Maybe, I maybe think not. I the difference is, I probably think Bart does get that, but Bart probably has already dropped one in the net from a fucking corner or something. That's probably <laughs> the difference, right? So Bart will do the ridiculous and makes the ridiculous seem routine, and that would have been a ridiculous save. But my, my point with Long is, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, it's really hard because I don't think he's, I don't think he's ready for this season. Like, if no. you actually look at his career, he's a man of game time as a goalkeeper, is not very good in terms of he's never been a number one, he's never played in a promotion race, he's not been, you know, not been playing games regularly, and all of a sudden he's sort of been parachuted into this side that somehow having the season of their lives, and we're, we're you know, we're on the brink with this goalkeeper that fucking, like, every time a corner comes in, you're like, oh, God, is he coming? Is he not no, coming? He looks like there was one where he punched the back of the guy's head, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, that's probably a foul anywhere else on the pitch. The centre-back does that to... to well, he doesn't come foul. purposefully. I mean, we're all brought up on the David Ford school of, you know, you take three blokes with you as you go to punch the goal, the ball clear from a corner, but Long just looks a little bit fey when he comes out. I'm reminded of Larry Grayson for the older listeners who doing Shut That Door um, as he punched one away. I thought, Jesus, we've got to... We, if we had a better goalkeeper in the squad, I'm sure we'd be picked over both, maybe over normally, and Bart normally and, and is, for, for 20 years, this was normally when the team with the emergency called Tony Warner button. This is not normally... <laughs> well, if he was still available. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. all goalkeepers have got an error in them. I mean, you know, it's a rare goalkeeper that doesn't make many mistakes. So that's, that's the key to the position. I mean, he made some decent saves last night as well, Long. So I thought that I thought there was some criticism online. He should have got that. I thought it was a bit harsh because the the shot skids along the floor, Harry, and it almost skids just in front of him. So it just takes it over his hands. Um, and it was a powerful shot, well placed, and accurately put home for two all. But um, I, I suppose it depends on your starting position with George Long. Some will love him. Some uh, some will, will criticise him. Some some not so much. I don't know um, if anyone loves him. I think I think it's more. No, I don't know. It's a wrong choice. I don't, think right, he's, yeah. I don't think he's loved. I think he's accepted by many. 
rejected by a few, and that's kind of that's kind I of where it is. He's not generating Jordan Archer levels of discontent, but um, he's not not. No, I know what you mean. He's, he's, I mean, I am still um, nicking. I am imagination. Still, I'm still nicking fucking Paolo De Canio's um, judgment on Wes Fodrin and where he called him a Sabutio fucking goalkeeper, and that's like, <laughs> and fucking the comment was, "How can I win the league with a Sabutio fucking goalkeeper?" And that's literally what we've got. You know, he dives sort of late towards the ball. There's no anticipation. It's sort of after it and it's before him, but. You know, there we are. I we're stuck he, with him for now. I mean, well, I becomes... he, I, I'm not going to be funny or anything. I hope he shoves it down my throat. I hope he's the fucking best player in the next four games that we have. And uh, and we get promoted off George Long saving four penalties at Wembley. You know, with, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be that would be that would be wonderful. Um, so two each, sixty six minutes. I must admit, I thought now the the chance has gone, but. Um, it's only a few weeks ago, Harry, that I saw John Wick and I thought I'd seen enough unlikely um, twists and turns in a plot line at that, at that silly movie. But no, I watched Millwall play, play Blackpool last night and lo and behold, <laughs> Duncan Watmore, the, the villain of the piece for me for many a game now, has, has uh, worked a, a really handy penalty, um, put away just, just by the man himself, Ian Fleming, for 3-2. Um, I thought the goalkeeper maybe there should have done a bit better. To be honest, it wasn't. He got close to it, didn't he? He did. I, I, I mean, he's the coolest man on the park, and he. I mean, even after. I mean, we'll get on to after the game in a second. But the <laughs> fucking, just the fit, like the fact that he's just walked up to it and rolled it in. But but Morrison, Morrison made me laugh. And the best Steve Morrison panto. He's referred to. Bearing in mind, he's on the sky to be a pundit, and he hasn't played for us for what. Five, six, seven years now, or whatever. A few years now, yeah, right? yeah. He so referred, 2017, he referred yeah, to, yeah. He referred to Millwall as us, right? Like, I'm saying, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you, you, you regret doing that at Wembley now, Steve, didn't you? You want to you be loved, don't you? That's really what this is about now, Steve. You want to be loved again. And, uh, there is no there is no love in your life other than a Millwall love, listeners. Uh, nothing beats it. Um, there we are. Yeah, 3 2. Um, and I must admit, I, I, my wife tutted at me when I said this because they were chucking stuff at Jules Long. I think I'd take it to be coins. I don't know what they were slinging on that end. There was a couple of vapes thrown, which made me laugh. A couple of vapes. But I said to her, it's so nice for it not to be us that's doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> nice to be on the receiving I end. <laughs> I took pleasure in the fact it wasn't us that was going to get done by the FA. Or... Well, what made me laugh the most was Sky. Like, there was hardly any mention of it on Sky. There was no, no, sort of, no. There was no Kurt Pearl clutch, and it wasn't referenced again. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, if it was Millwall, there would have been marching police horses down the side. Well, been was there a bit? I mean, am I right? Was there a, someone ran on the pitch at half time? But they, they they went to like the full zoom back, waiting for the kickoff, and there was someone in like an orange shirt running around. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Local no, alcoholic no. or something got I, on the pitch. So. I don't. I have no idea. Or I, I sort of was still coming to terms with the fact that I thought our promotion uh, ambitions <laughs> were over, even as the game re kicked <laughs> off for the second half. I kind of was a bit. Ooh, I don't know what's going on, but um. Yeah, I, yeah. Like to, 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 I thought we saw, uh, another thing, I thought we saw the game out really well after we went 3-2 up. We sort of killed all oh, their momentum. I mean, yeah. the funniest thing of that was their guy, Scott Malone, coming on and doing a pure shithouse role at left-back was unbelievable to see, to be fair. I mean, when the kid threw the ball to him and he just turned around and just watched it and there was, you could see one sort of half of his mouth was sort of twitching to smile because he knew he was being a cunt. And he, he didn't want, like, he obviously was doing it on. I think mean, the angel remembered he's on telly. <laughs> he's on Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he sort of let it, so he sort of let it go. And then the next minute, he come across the block of tackle, somehow got a little bit on the ball. And uh, the guy, the Blackpool guy, got up, remonstrate, like angrily got up to remonstrate with the referee. And basically, because he. Did his knee or something? Yeah, yeah. As he was, as he planted his foot, like fucking flailing his arms about, yeah. he fucking, I think he like done his cruise ship or something. Yeah, well, it was like, down, so, I mean, ridic- so ridiculous. Um, hence, hence the nine minutes plus of injury time because he was he was down and well stretched away in the end. So I took it to be something like a cruciate or something of that kind. I, I, I don't know. Mm. Um, Tyler, unlucky late, late, late break. I mean, that would have been the uh, the cherry on the uh, on your Mister Kipling cake, Harry, if we'd have got four two, but. Yeah, um, could do with that. From... Could have done with that goal as well because the Coventry's superior goal difference. So you know, in the back well, of my mind, yeah. the Millwall devil on your shoulder of goal difference. Game we could have done with her. Could have done with the goal, but you know, at the end of the day, the points are the most important thing, and uh, and we've done that. It was a then... huge. It was a huge win, and it puts the pressure on other teams today. We're we're recording this on Saturday morning, listeners. So 
Um, fixtures later, I think Coventry are playing. Um, let's have a look. Coventry are Sunderland. No, Sunderland. Uh, Sunderland, Sunderland play Watford. Sorry. Uh, Watford can Coventry, still get in as well. Coventry play Birmingham. Yeah, Watford. What still have a shout? So we basically need Coventry or Sunderland to drop points and then obviously it all comes down to the final day. I think if they pick up maximum points, both of those teams from their games, then we're edged out if presumably we beat Blackburn on the yeah. final, final day. But um, last night's performance and, and, and the result, Harry, just restored a bit of self-respect for us all. I know I feel a lot better if we fail. Um, and There's still a, a, a chance there. But if we fail now, you feel like you've failed trying with yeah, some, I mean... some dignity. What I'd, what I'd quite what I'd quite like is for Luton to actually do us a bit of a favour and kill Blackburn off um, on Monday night, um, and then you know maybe the, the you know destroy their morale. Yeah, yeah, basically they know they've gone into this last game with nothing to play for. You know, one eye on Marbella, and uh, yeah. you know, and, and Millwall turn up. You don't want to turn up at the den. It's going to be a full atmosphere. May I just make a public service announcement? If you come in and you're not going to sing, you're not going to get involved, you're not going to back the team, fuck off um, and give your ticket to somebody that is. If you were at the Othersfield game in 22, all those years ago. That's you know, what's required. That is the yeah. level, the Fulham game where we got fucking tonked, but we still had a good atmosphere. That That's required. We're, we are not requiring, if you're a prawn sandwich, souvenir buying, Cunt. Or a, a um, mobile phone video making. Um, I don't know what. what um, not. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the right word. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, you can fuck off because we don't need you. We need we need Millwall support. That's what we need. Um, we need. We need the den. We need the den on full. Yes, um, we need the house. old. Den. We need the old den in the new den. Shall we say we need it to be horrible and we need to we need to help carry the boys over the line. At the end of the day, this. It's their dream as much as it's our dream. And, uh, I mean, Bradshaw got asked a good question. I thought it was a good question, actually. It, it was a strange thing to be interviewed at the end of a game. This is something mm. that was very weird for me all that we had sort of this run on our... We're not used to it, are we? We're not no, used to it. No, and it was like kind of like, and actually, this is like a, a, a sort of Alice in Wonderland moment of through the looking glass of this would happen every week, you know, if we if we went up, you know, you have to do the press and, uh, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there's more be, scrutiny. You've got to your words. You've got to be careful about what you say. Yeah, you well, English thinking. isn't his first language, bless you. No, it isn't. That would no. be my argument, you know, it's discrimination no. to, you know, get him, you know, on, no, on that yeah. uh, of sorts. But uh, yeah, Zion, Zion fucking obviously just when we had shit results. I thought, as soon as he said it, I was like, I, I love the honesty, but you know, that's not the football player speak that's required on Sky. You know, you've got to say disappointing or, or whatever. Well, I mean, I, I had to laugh because I think the Sky reporter, I only saw this, I, I, I turned the telly off, I didn't watch the post-match bits, listeners, so I'm going by what I've seen on social media. But he he, he sounds, it goes from sounding like a school teacher picking up a naughty boy for swearing in, in assembly in, in the morning to suddenly saying, suggesting an alternative, which is that we were very poor in recent matches. Um, no, it's not his first language. And I think one of the things that always um, interests me is when, when somebody, clearly Zian has a great command of English, he speaks really fluently. Um, but I sometimes think, um, I've noticed that with anyone who's learned English, they don't quite realise the very English double standards when you can say shit and when it's probably not good time to say shit. Live on British television is probably one of those lives that you shouldn't be seeing shit. I mean, I that, was always, that was always, that was always, that was always our terrifying, uh, back in the love sport days for long time listeners, that was always our biggest fear. <laughs> was well, just... I'm surprised they let it go. I thought they would have had a little man yeah, pressing the button. Like, like love sport had a bloke, Patrick Porrick, didn't they? Yeah. There in, the, in the studio, ready to pick up any, any, which we very rarely did. Any yeah, they, um, they, they asked Bradshaw, do you, do you feel you're ready to be a Premier League football player? You're 30. As if that was a, as if they chucked a swear word at him when he's 30. How dare you be 30? Your yeah. life's over, mate. Your life yeah, is finished. It. <laughs> it, it is interesting. I mean, look, it is what it is. We've got we've got a puncher's chance. We don't, you know, if we get in the playoffs, I mean, Morrison said, I know you didn't watch after the game, but Morrison, mm -hmm. Morrison literally was near enough wearing a Millwall fucking scarf and had painted the, painted the remaining bit of his hair blue and white. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, full line tattoo, full bare chested. I mean, he was turning into Millwall's biggest cheerleader. Um, 
But it, they were sort of talking about how well run a club we are. And Gary Rowett come out and, and spoke, got shat on by a seagull. Was he apparently got shat on by a seagull. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> just got shat on by a seagull, which apparently is good luck. So, you know. Apparently so. I never quite got that. It feels like very bad yeah, luck. It feels like bad thing. luck, you know. Um, but yeah. but we'll, we'll find out. I think he was, he was quite honest in saying that, you know, this is the next step for the club is to get in there. But then he said, if we get in there, our aim is promotion. And I thought, well, this is a lot different than the person that turned around and said, I don't care where we finished the other day. This is I, 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 think, I think the Wigan reaction, because, I mean, you know, the, 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 the travelling support that went up there put them straight as to what they thought of that performance. I think it's a bit of a salutary um, splash of cold water over, over a few faces there. This is Millwall. This is not um, Watford, where people clap you for putting the effort in. If you don't. If you clearly let the, let the travelling support down, which we didn't last night, we did not let the. I mean, whatever the result would have been last night, one thing that I took great heart from was that we wouldn't have let down the, the fans that made that effort to get up. The twelve hundred fans, incidentally, Harry, what a what a Friday night effort to get up to Blackpool. Absolutely. Not an easy journey, mate. Well, you know? not not just that, just the financial, the refinancial jiggling of train tickets and and yeah, time 100%. off work and. Just yeah. all the shit that that would have caused. I mean, just and getting home, you even yeah, got staying home, or, or you got staying home, or changing hotels. <clears throat> you would have booked for Saturday. Let's be honest, it's bank holiday yeah. weekend in Blackpool, so it would have been if Blackpool's cheap most of the year. It's probably expensive on bank holidays, and and, and yeah, yeah. it's kind of carry on. And it's we all know how tough it is out there at the minute. And and if fucking you know, once again they rise to the occasion. I mean, I hope they've kept some money back because you mad bastards might have to go another long away trip to maybe Middlesbrough or fucking or Luton. I mean, none of us are going to be able. Luton, well, none yeah, of us are going to be able to go to Luton because they'll give us six yeah. tickets and we'll have to. Watch There'll be a mad scramble for the thousand allocation that we get at Luton. Uh, won't let's, be, let's be honest. Of all the play, of all the playoff games in the world, what do the police not want to happen? Millwall versus Luton. Clutching of pearls, playing of nineteen eighty five. You know, it's it's what they Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, looking at the teams that are in there, um, I only fear one of them, if I'm honest. Um, mm. And hopefully, we don't have to play them. Hopefully, somebody else does a job on them. I think I'm. I'll be honest. I think if we get in, I'd rather play Luton over two legs because I feel like Luton and us are similar standards, similar game plan similar it'll be a battle and it'll be you know it'll be yeah. the best team on the day but I don't want to go to Wembley and get dicked by Middlesbrough because that's a fucking big pitch for them to run in so you know a, a Luton Millwall final or a Coventry Millwall final or a Millwall Sunderland final would, would do me down to the ground if I'm honest but um for Sunderland have got an absolutely shocking record at Wembley and and that would that hopefully comes to the fore but we've got to get there first and I'm sort of running ahead in my mind I'm doing what all Millwall fans do last week I was thinking suicidal and thought we were shit and you know they all should be stoned down, down in the middle of the blue market <laughs> but, but and now, now, I, now I'm saying that we yeah, should that, be, now we should be booking the blue bus uh, to do a the, the, the green club. man pub yeah, yeah. um there we I'm are. just selecting the club Wembley tickets as we speak. Just, just eyeing up what block I want to be in. But um, no, like, fair enough. We'll go. We'll go again. What is it? A Sunday game? Is it fucking odd? Go- is it the weird one? Uh, it's it's a Monday. So the next, next game is a bank, bank holiday Monday. Oh, it's is next it coronation Monday. day. Is it coronation day? Don't know. I, I don't understand I don't these, these, two, these things. These two bank holidays are the most ridiculous bank holidays ever designed by man. Why didn't we just have this next one that's coming Monday off and just have Friday and Monday off next week? It'd just be a lot better. But there we go. That makes sense. There we go. Ari, you've got a game to play, mate. Are you, this is, is this your final game of the season today, presumably? Uh, no, we are so far behind because of the Great British Weather that I think I've got we've got three games left to play. So I think there'll be two after today. But because of the uh, intricacies of club football in Britain a lot mm. of football clubs end up sharing their uh, their grounds in the summer with yeah, cricket clubs yeah. and yeah. basically the cricket clubs need us to fuck off so we can't play at our own ground today we've had to go and find alternate alternate games so we've got a home game where we're away shall we say you're playing, playing in Greenwich you yeah said, I'm off to Greenwich this afternoon for the uh, I play for uh, South Bank and we have got the uh, we finished bottom last year and we're second bottom at the moment and um, there's me telling Gat we've conceded 62 goals and only scored 20. 
and I'm uh, telling Gary Rowett that he's a cunt every week. So, and so, there, so there, there there's are. the left, there's the level of um of Blinkered's well, that's, of view. That's the eternal caveat of anyone at podcasts. I never even made Castlecombe school team, so you know. But we all sit in judgment on those that can. Um, Harry, oh, huge thank you. Thanks for taking time this morning, mate. Um, we are going to play now a, a voice message from Bill Slack, and then we'll be back after the break with Graham and Matt. Come on, you lions. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello? Hello, Nick. A very exhausted and emotionally drained Bill Slack here. Um, we're still in it, mate. I don't know how we're still in it, but we're still in it. Um, that was properly stressful. Um, almost as stressful as watching Steve Morrison search for his next sentence live on telly. Um, if we have too many more of them performances, I'm, I'm going to need you to send over the number of your art consultant because I'm going to need his services. I need to apologise to Duncan Watmore as well. I've referred to him as what for and what less. Um, over the last few weeks, I was very critical of him. Um, over the last fortnight or so, but, um, he was fantastic tonight. And Bradshaw, um, where's this striker come from? Was that 17 goals this season? You know, two fantastic finishes. If 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 Pedro in the Premier League, who, who costs 14 million quid, um, is putting them away, he's a, he's a genius and it's he's, he's what a signing. Um, you know, he he's really showing what a natural finisher he can be. And hopefully, coming into a bit of form again, his, his dry spell's over. Him and Zian can, can score a couple next weekend. But um, I'll tell you what, I don't ever want to feel like I felt when they're, when they're second goal winning. That that should be banned. Um, teams shouldn't be allowed to do that against Millwall. It's, it's, it's not fair. It, it It's not good for us, is it? Um, but we're there. We're, we're, I mean, we're still in it. You know, it's still not in our hands, but... You know, I think the fella on the telly said you'd rather have the points than the game in hand, particularly at this game of the se- or this time of the season. And all, all of them, all of them teams are, are are under a bit of pressure now. They're under a bit of pressure, and and we've seen how we've reacted against pressure the last few weeks. But so many other clubs, you know, I don't think Blackburn have won in eight. But they got a tough one um, coming up. We've just got to take care of Blackburn. Just take care of, of ourselves and just let everybody do what everybody else is going to do. Um, blimey, O'Reilly, mate. Oh, stone the crows. What a night. That was... Oh, I've, I've, I've aged 10 years and I don't think I've got 10 years left, mate. Um, 
We're still in it, mate. Still in it. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Come, you lions. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. Achtung, Mailball. Welcome back, dear listeners. Joining me on the show now, two show regulars. Um, just to, saying off air, it's Matt Richards, mate. What a roller coaster ride that was last night, mate. Yeah, yeah, it was. Can't take too much of that, <laughs> but we should be used to it by now, I guess, shouldn't we? Yeah, um, and Graham Payne. Graham, my, my old ticker can't take this kind of um, <laughs> pounding, mate, as yours. Yeah, not bad, Nick. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. I was just saying to Harry boys, um, I, I found it quite refreshing last night that, you know, whatever the result would have been actually, um, the performance and the movement and the just the sheer um, uh, the approach to the game last night, I suppose, was so refreshing compared with what we saw at Wigan last week. It was a really depressing spectacle up there at the DW Stadium, but it wasn't the last night at Blackpool. Um I must admit, I found the the the, the um, when the team was announced, Matt, um, I was a bit bemused. I think everyone was a bit bemused as to what formation we were going to get. It turns out it was a five three five two three, and that's Gary Rowett saying that to the BBC after the game. But it certainly worked, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did, and I think it was. I, I listened to the because um, I, I didn't go to the game. I watched it on Sky, and um, it was interesting because they interviewed him after the game. And and he, it was mm. it was a good interview actually it's interesting but he was he was right that he just you know he needed to change something because he could have played the same formation just changed you know swapped over what war for Burke you know just you know bring in Shackleton for Danny Mac but he, I guess he just felt he needed to do a bit more than that just to kind of you know as a kind of statement as to no we're going to change our approach for this game and you're right and it, and yeah it's it's going back to the um, the dreaded, infamous five at the back, three at the back, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but it, 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 it worked, didn't it? Um, it definitely did work. And you're right, I, I agree with you there. That was what was really heartening, that we were moving forward, you know, with bodies, and, you know, good passing. That's what we were missing the last, definitely the last game against Wigan. So it was nice to see that. Well, we're missing it at Wigan. I mean, I, I said, I think, on last week's show, Graham, that there was moment, were moments where Savile, for one, for one player, was looking up Ball in midfield last week, no options, no movement, no running, nothing. You know, other than the kind of standard lump into the corner, there was no no options. But you couldn't say that last night. And, I, and I've got to take my hat off to a couple, a few players really. Um, Ryan Leonard, who I thought was was um, really decisive last night, but also the likes of Callum Styles, Jamie Shackleton, and even Duncan Watmore, I thought looked pretty good last night. So. Gary Rowett's paid to take these kinds of decisions and live and die on them. And he, he, he got it right last night, mate, I thought. Yeah, he did. I mean, I picked, you know, there was a lot in our chat, what formation, and I picked it straight away. It was going to be five at the back. I just knew he'd go back, you know, with Shackleton and Styles as, as the, the wing backs. But yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's certainly that formation last night definitely suited Duncan Watmore because that's the best game he's had in a Millwall shirt. You know, he looked he looked comfortable on the ball, and the ball we give through for Bradshaw for the second goal was, you know, super top quality. Top quality, yeah. Um, it goes against the grain as a Millwall fan, but I kind of got to take my hat off to Blackpool because it was an open game, and I think that suited us. Um, they didn't approach it in the way that um, Warnock's Huddersfield did, and and uh, a few other teams of late have shut up shop, park the bus, as the expression has it, and then dared us to break them down. We're not very good at that. But last night was an open game. It was If, if there were any neutrals watching it, I think they would have enjoyed it. Um, but that, that open style, um, Graham, suited us, didn't it? We It gave us the space that Blackpool used, and they, they had their chances and moments, but we equally gave us space as well, which we did exploit, thankfully. Yeah, it was much better, wasn't it, than, as you say, some of these games recently where... Teams have just parked the bus and we, we can't break them down. But, yeah, you got to, I mean, I think Blackpool were at that thing where they had to win anyway. You know, draw or lose, they were down. So, yeah. I think that added to what the, you know, the way they played as well. But, yeah, it definitely suited us. And it, it, it was good to see us, you know, play a bit of football for a change, you know, instead of just lumping the ball up the Bradshaw, which was, you know, just wasn't working. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, Bradshaw is no target man, that is he? I mean, he is a goal poacher, as we saw with a goal. I mean, it was a beautiful move. That moved down the right side, and then I think it was uh, Leonard um, put a cross in to be tapped on by, by Tom Bradshaw. I just said to Harry, I'll say it again, if you want you know, if you know, want to use Tom Bradshaw, and he's a good striker, 17 goals now in, in the 22-23 um, the season, 
he's a gold poacher. You give him close range chances, and the odds are he's going to get them. But we've been using him as a kind of a surrogate Paul Moody, haven't we? Mate? <laughs> yeah, half half a what's what's the size? Half a Moody. He's got to be half a Moody, isn't it? At least or a third of a Moody. Yeah, like a. Like, what are they called? The Lord of the Rings, what are they called those things? The, the, the Bilbo Baggins, whatever they're called. Hobbit. Hobbits, Hobbit. Hobbit. a Hobbit version oh, Hobbit. of Paul, Paul, Paul Music. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's, not, it's not giving too many slurs, poor old uh, Bradshaw. But um, yeah, he's, um, you're right. And he's a fox in the box, isn't he? It's, it's the old cliche, but he absolutely is. Yeah. And that first finish was absolutely typical. I've always, the only thing I questioned Bradshaw was um, when he has to think. You know, um, and he's, he's proved me wrong on a couple of those, you know, especially the second goal last night, because that was absolutely sublime. But the first goal, yeah, he's brilliant at those instinctive shots. You know, he hasn't got time to think and prods it in. Brilliant move. And yeah. I thought Shackleton was yeah. really good coming forward there. Yeah, the criticisms people have been saying about Danny Mackles when he comes forward is that, is that delivery, the output from him. Where Shackleton, you know, he's involved two or three times in that move, passed it into to Leonard and um, brilliant move. Great, great first goal. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, Graham, with with Styles and and Shackleton, I think we've got to, and and Ryan Leonard, to be honest, we've mentioned him, but Styles and Shacks, <laughs> use your nickname, um, two intelligent players. It's nice to see a bit of um, guile coming into the team at last. You know, passes being picked rather than the kind of uh, percentage lumps into into spaces. It it, it it just felt different last night. I mean, I will say Blackpool had their moments. I mean, we. We've gone a goal ahead, haven't we? And then we've had chances after that. We, and what more hit the post? We've created a few chances. We probably should have been two or three ahead. I, I must admit, when the, when the penalty went in and the, uh, I, I had the sense of the wheels coming off at that point, but we showed good mental strength. We didn't. It didn't. They didn't come off. We 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 kept going. And fair play to that side because I, walking away from Wigan last week, I wouldn't have expected to have seen that performance last night. No, definitely not. I mean. After the Wigan game, I, I, I you know, I, I thought about it. And I think I thought we'd lose the last two games. I just thought we were mm. done. You know, there was just nothing there at Wigan. It was just, you know, it was appalling, wasn't it? Really, but um, yeah, I mean, the penalty. I, I don't think it was a penalty myself, but then I suppose I'm going to say that because I'm all supporter. But you're right. We didn't at one-one. You know, we didn't. I was more concerned at two-two. I thought we would let. Then let it slip. Yeah, let it slip. The two-two. I was concerned then, but no. Yeah, the, the penalty. I mean, in, in real time, I thought it was. Um, then I've seen uh, slides on uh, the screenshots rather on online, Matt, and people saying he got the ball. Um, I think Sky showed a replay, and it looked like a penalty to me. I don't think you can really argue with it. It was, it was probably a well-worked penalty by the by the player. They didn't look like a bad side. They didn't look like relegation no. side to me. No, I don't. One or two decent well, players. Well, yeah, they've been chopping and changing the managers, haven't they? Um, McCarthy went up there and yeah. had a mini bounce, and then then it went worse for him. And um, this fellow's come in, I think, from Development Academy or something like that, and he's done quite well. But yeah, yeah, I think the penalty was one of those. If it was us, we'd be going, yeah, it's a penalty. If it was them, it, it, it you know, it wasn't. I think the fact that it was, um, you know, at their home end, you know, there's a player screaming behind them as well. Crowd goes up, you know. It's, it's one of those 50-50 ones, really. Yeah, yeah, half-time one-all. Um, I must admit, I, I felt slightly cheated at half-time, listeners, because I thought we should have been further ahead. We should probably have had a, at least a two-goal spread at half-time, but we didn't. We, we've come in at, at evens. And I thought Blackpool actually had a um, a bit of a phase where they looked quite dangerous, Graham. They... they, they um, I don't know if it was our defensive nervousness. We've looked a little bit nervy at times in recent games. Um, but thankfully, um, the Bradshaw chance put that to rest. That was a beautiful finish. I thought he'd actually put it wide. <laughs> when he went through one-on-one with a goal. I thought he flicked it over the goalkeeper. I was going to go wide right, but crept in and just on the inside of the post. It was a beautiful finish. It was. It was, you know, that was a sublime finish, wasn't it? And that's, you know, as you, I, I know what you're saying about you thought it might have gone wide, but... Yeah, I mean, he took it so well, didn't he? And uh, yeah. as I said, I said earlier, the ball from Watmore was just top class when it straight through onto him and he could run onto it and stick it. He looked a player transformed last night. Watmore's been like the whipping boy of, of late, and, and I include myself. Um, you know, I've not not been impressed with him at all. Um, but last night, he really came into his own, didn't he? He did, yeah. As I said, I think the change of formation definitely suited him. He looked much, much better, much more comfortable. 
playing in that position in wide left or wide right, and, you know, where he's been in when we played the um, three up front. But, yeah, I, I was There's quite impressed with him last night. There's a great internet meme, and I, I didn't save it, I should have done that, um, of, of Bradshaw next to a, a picture of Lionel Messi. Um, I think the comparison was that was a Messi-esque finish, um, which I think might be um, <laughs> stre- I mean, I love Tom Bradshaw, um, but might be a stretch to, to say that. Um, but it was, it, was, it, was, um, it was a wonderful finish. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like, um, wasn't there the chance against Birmingham, weren't it, when he um, came off the keeper and he... And he um, you know, and he just hit it back at the keeper. It's one of those ones that I said earlier. You know, if he if he if he thinks, then I'm 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 concerned. Um, but yeah, a lot of time to think. It, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've worked with a lot of people like that. <laughs> I might I might even I might even have been one of those people myself. Uh, you, you know what I mean? It's um and um it's it's just one touch, yeah. and he just dinked it over. I mean, if he'd missed that. Christ, you know, blimey! But I mean, yeah, I must admit, I was going mental in the living room when um when that went in the back of the net. It was like, you know, that was brilliant. And and what more? What I like about what more is that he's direct. You know, he's direct. He looks a bit busy. Perhaps he doesn't look up as much. He's always kind of seemed to be running, looking with his head down. But he's a direct player. He's looking for a shot, isn't he? He's looking for that pass forward. Um, he certainly looked electric last night in a way that he we hadn't seen previously so uh, more more of that Duncan if you're listening mate um so 2-1 we then in typical Millwall style ground we managed to let the uh the diamond slip through our fingers again back down the drain um with that shot from distance I mean um I was, I was just saying to Harry um a lot of criticism for Jules Long I think it was harsh criticism I thought that was a decent shot last night and it mm. seemed to skim off the pitch just in front of him which kind of took it over his hand whether Bart would have got it, I, I don't know. But um, this is an easy thing to say now. I think that, I mean, Long Long isn't the best goalkeeper I've ever seen, Graham. But he's not a bad goalkeeper. He's just, um, I think, he's just prone to 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 uh, slightly uh, avoidable errors in in moments. But then I think a lot of goalkeepers are like that nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I I, I for some reason I thought that he would put Bart back in goal last night. I did think he would change it after. Uh, I thought he was at fault for uh, the goals. Well, definitely the first goal at Wigan. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I know what you're saying about the shot. Could you really blame him? But I think we're in a stage now where whenever Wollong gets beaten from distance, you see, you know, even if it's a weldy, he's at fault. So, but, um, yeah. People are blaming him for the... Um, pe- as I say, people are blaming him for the penalty as well. I saw a couple of that online as well. <laughs> it's oh, like, God. you think, really? I mean, I think come that- on. I think people just need their, their their three minutes hate online. As far as as far as George Long's concerned, I mean, I, I would look more at the and a few goals of late actually, Matt, uh, where we're given time and space to decent players to have, have pot shots from distance. You know, I think that if you're going to be critical, you could probably say, well, the, the the way to avoid that goal would have been to close down that player that had time to. to I think a spot. yeah, and there's you're going to get situations where that is the case. I think for that one, and you know, it was Sav, wasn't it? And Sav is like, it's been immense the last few games, well, the last half a season at least. Um, he's, 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 it was some shot, it was, it was, it, With his two black eyes, he had this mournful face, <laughs> two black eyes. He looked like something like um, from a Charles Dickens novel, like one of the, the kids that live in the poor house, in the workhouse or, or some something. Some sort of mime artist. But, I yeah, mean, yeah. the man is... <laughs> the man has put his body on the line. I mean, I, you know, I, I think you're right. It's probably harsh to criticise. It was a superb shot. You it know, was you an can't... open game, Matt. So you're going to give time and space. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. a superb shot. So you know, you just got to put. Sometimes you just got to take your hat off and go. That was a great goal. To each, um, and I must admit, I thought the wheels had come off, Graham. Um, I thought this was the. We really had reached uh, Charing Cross at the end of the line. <laughs> We're going to go any further. Um, but there, lo and behold, uh, what more wins us a penalty? A similar kind of moment in a way because I think he, he'd slightly looked to work that but and he did work it um, but got, we got the award of penalty for um, for Zian the man who will come back to of his command of English <laughs> um, to slot away for 3-2 that was a close run thing that penalty Graham yeah as, as you um, as you say I think it, it was similar to the, the penalty we, we conceded as Matt said if you're the team who's got use a penalty if it's not it's, you know if you're the team again it's not but yeah, I think um, when you know it, it was a penalty, 
and he, he stuck it away, didn't he, Zian? Yeah, that's all you can do, yeah. you know. I mean, I, I think it, it takes a brave man. I mean, even going back to the the Blackpool penalty, that the, their man just put it straight down the middle. I think that takes balls, and I think it takes balls to pick the ball up and yeah. put it away last night by Zian. So, you know, um, I know he's laid back, Matt, but um, it does take a certain amount of um, backbone to uh, take on that situation. I wouldn't oh, fancy it, no. would you? Yeah, because I missed one in six aside only a couple of weeks ago, and I feel I still feel crap about it now. <laughs> Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for bringing it up anyway, Nick. Cheers. It's, 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 the show's therapy on as well. We do these um, shows. But no, it, he, took, he took it like, typical ZM style, didn't he? It, it was quite, quite, he took it quite laid back, actually, didn't he? I wondered who was going to take it because the last penalty we got was put away with a plum by, by Vogel Sammer, but he was on the bench. So I wondered who the nominated penalty man was. And the, the, I suppose ZM made a lot of sense. But. Um, I prefer a power top corner penalty any day of the week to a placed low <laughs> corner shot, which the goalkeeper got quite close to. But anyway, it went in, and these are the these are the small moments that, that govern govern our season. Um, and it, we we did manage the game quite well after that, Graham. We you know we had that immense amount of injury time, didn't we? Eleven minutes um, and a late late chance for Tyler, which um, yeah. another day maybe we'd have got that in the net. Um, but there it is. It finished three-two. Um, fantastic, but nervy result in the end. Um, and it was all about three points at the end of the day, wasn't it? It was about the result. Yeah, it didn't matter about the performance. Just the three points, you know. No matter how they got it, 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 that's all that mattered. Three points, and now that puts the pressure on the team to play it today. So. Yeah, I mean we're recording this. What's it now? It's eleven fifteen. So there's 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 games to be played this afternoon, and, and I think on Monday, um, we'll, we'll see. Um, it does set up a a final day. I mean, despite the the, the, the kind of lull in form, Matt, um, it does set up a, a, a huge fixture at the Den um, Monday afternoon, May the eighth. It's going to be some game. God, yeah, I'm crapping myself already. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, we, we just don't know what's going to turn up. Do I mean, I think the positive is it, it was a great performance last night. Um, I think you. What do you play a five? What do you play a five at Den? That's a question, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think he'd change that one there, do you, no. do you boys? No, I, I can't see it myself. He's going to stick with the same, same eleven. Got play same team. because that's football law says you don't change a winning team. And having turned around that awful run of form, um, I can't believe he'd do much else other than start the same eleven. Um, but no, you know they, they, they played well, so I can. I mean, I think it'll be another. Um, open game to be honest I, I think that 11 is designed to get forwards and get out the opposition which will give Blackburn opportunities of course but um, I think we're going to expect a day of drama at Zampa Road on May the 8th um, this is I mean you know every game from here onwards boys is a is a is a, a playoff game effectively I mean subject yeah. to other results in the last fixture it's, these are these are playoff situations aren't they yeah and it's it's, it's exciting yeah. stuff you know, it's, it's brilliant you know it's just what we want um, and the, the den will be buzzing, absolutely buzzing. It will be subject to other results and, and subject to today, but yeah, I think it will be it will be alive. Um, these these are the big the big moments. I mean, as long as we don't finish in a riot, Graham, that's the main thing that I'm. <laughs> 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 I, I, I was just saying before the interview before with Harry, um, it, there's some stuff getting slung at the goalkeeper at George yeah. Long last night. It's just so refreshing for it not to be us that's getting involved, in mm. <laughs> slinging stuff on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh dear! I just hope that you know we, we go into the game on Monday. Obviously, it's on other results that we, it's in. You know, we know it's in our hands. If we win the game, we're in the playoffs. I don't want yeah. you to be worried about goal difference and things like that. No, 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 no. Um, let's keep our fingers crossed. I think Sunderland, Coventry, and I think even there's an outside stretch for for West Brom still. So we just need um, results to go our way. We'll, we'll see how that. That worked out. I, mean, I actually didn't watch the post-match chat. Um, I turned the telly off once the game had finished. Um, so I've only got the, um, the you know, the, the social media to go by, chaps. But um, wonderful quote. We started today's um, show with Zian dropping the uh, the S bomb on, on on Sky Television. They, they, went, went, they sound like the, the interviewer sounded a bit like he was interviewing the vicar or something on the on Sunday morning service, you know. And the vicar happened to say shit. It's twenty, it's 20 past ten. It's twenty past ten. There's a watershed, you know. It's like nine o'clock. What's, What's your, your language, language, boy? 
You can't, you can't say get that. Banned, yeah. You'll get a ban. There was a, there was on the first show, didn't Arthur Atkinson finish his career by saying shit on stage and that the end of his, <laughs> of his career. Uh, I've picked out a few few tweets. There's I mean loads and loads of reaction online listeners, obviously, to last night's win. Um, Ian Rankin says uh, we should have gone three 0 up. I think he's talking about the first half chances, chaps. Then the ref decides to book three of our players and give them a penalty. Um, a few people were slating the referee. I mean, worst performance. I mean, every game we seem to have the worst referee we've ever seen. Um, I wasn't overstruck by him being that shocking. I think he let play run sometimes. Um, I don't know. How did you see the refereeing performance last night, Graham? Was he um, was he the worst one you've ever seen, or was he, was he in the category of just another awful referee? Yeah, I'll go with that one. Just another awful referee. I wouldn't say he's the worst one I've ever seen. There's definitely been worse... I've seen, especially down at Den, I would say, more than away games. But, uh, yeah. We seem to cop them, but, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reaction to him. I think it's just the high tension of last night's match. Um, I mean, as I said, I, I, I thought he was just a very, very average referee. Not not good, but not, not awful. No, it's, it's yellow, it was quite, he's quite uh, free and easy with the yellow cards with us, weren't he? There was some fairly, I don't think, that, yeah. That yes, was, it put us, that on, was put us on the back I foot. Say, yeah. yeah. I suppose the second yellow became a factor for us as the yeah. game wore on. Um, but anyway, we, we, we got through it. Um, Steve Morrison covering himself in the... I think he's dug out his reputation after saying his date got spoiled at, at Wembley. Um, using the word <laughs> we, talk about Millwall. Uh, did, you, did you watch the post-match chat? Yeah, right? I did. did. you watch the interviews yeah, after thought, the game? Yeah, you know, and you're right about Morrison. He's definitely... I mean, he's always on Sky, isn't he, when we're on. It's either him or Harris. Um, they, he's, he's the, they can't use Neil Harris anymore because he's working yeah. there, so I suppose they've got to go tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and he said us, you know, you can tell at the end of it, he wanted to speak to Gary and he was talking about us, you know. I like that, you know, I like, I like hearing. Jacobs Island, Graham, says Morrow is the real deal. He went for his paycheck to Norwich, came back and fought two for now to get us up and succeeded. Him and Harris are in the same sentence for me, says Jacobs Whoa. Island. Um <laughs> Whoa. Big, 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 big sentence words, big there, words. Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, few here uh, on oh, Gary Rowett got shat upon by a seagull apparently um, before he did his interview for Sky so not only have we got Zian Fleming um, falling into the into the zone of saying shit but also a seagull got involved if you, in, if, in you Gary, listen, um, if you watch about the interview did, did you actually see it land on, on his head mate on Mill TV he was interviewed um, by Max and it was, I think it actually happened whilst he's been interviewed yeah. by Max it was quite funny and he's wiping his foot as he's been interviewed so that's quite good Lucky, obviously. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Uh, who was your man of the match last night, Graham? Who would you pick out as your standout standout player? Uh, well, I'd like to give mention to uh, Callum Styles and Shackleton. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know. It's either Watmore or Leonard for me, I'd say, out of the two of them. I mean, obviously, Bradshaw, I suppose, as well for the goals. But yeah, it was a good, uh, it was good to have some. some you know, more than one choice choices. Match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's a few names there. It's nice to have that um, option there. I mean, uh, who would you go? I'll go for what more. I think. Like? Yeah, you're right though. But it's, yeah, lots of good performances. Yeah, selection. I would, I would have gone with Ryan Leather just because he brings a drive to down the centre, and he's, you know, it was his run that opened up proceedings last night. But I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with anyone picking what more. I'll argue with anyone picking Bradshaw. You could take your pick, really, which is a wonderful situation to be in. Um, so I'm just looking at the fixtures this afternoon. We're recording it's 11.20, so by the time you get to hear these words of wisdom, um, you may well know the outcome of these games. But uh, we've got, uh, we'll be looking for uh, Coventry. Um, we're looking for Sunderland playing Watford this afternoon. Uh, can't see Coventry. Coventry played Birmingham, uh, home to Birmingham. Um, and West Brom playing Norwich. So let's, let's keep our collective fingers crossed, chaps. Um, for a few hours at least, it's happy time to be a Millwall <laughs> fan. Let's see how we, we sit at five o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> um, huge thank you to, to Matt Richards. Thank you, Matt. Oh, pleasure, Nick. And big thank you for joining us. Graham Payne, thanks for joining us again, Graham. Cheers, Nick. Thank you. And thank you to you too, dear listeners. Well done, the 1200 that travelled all the way up to Blackpool yeah. last night, Bloomfield Road. Um, huge, huge situation. <laughs> Now, um, we said whatever the results, where the results go this afternoon, um, we take it to the final fixture of the season, which is a very, very normal way for it all to finish. Drama and uh, sound and fury. There we are. We'll be back in due course on Acton Millwall, certainly after that game. Um, we might do some others in the meantime. Until then, from Matt, from Graham, and myself, it's Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Acton. 
What was the general message ahead of this game? Just win it. Nah, obviously, when you don't, when you have a bit of a record over the past few... Careful with the language, please. Can I not say... No, you cannot say that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.